This is Real Love Now, a ministry outreach of Pastor Don Allen in the Church at War Hill. As with every aspect of our ministry, the purpose of this broadcast is to lead people into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ to help you get real with God, fall in love with Him and His children, and discover your destiny now. Here's the message from Pastor Don Allen. I want to bring you a message today entitled, Going to the Other Side. Going to the other side. We're going to open our Bibles to Mark chapter 4, verse number 35 reads like this. That day when evening came, on a specific day when evening came, there's a specific time that God wants to do something in your life. He said to his disciples, speaking of Jesus, he said to his disciples, he said, let us go over, you notice this, let us go over to the other side. I want you to say that with me. Let us go over to the other side. Come on, say it again with me. Let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along, and just as he was in the boat, there were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up, and there the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, I want you to listen to me carefully, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, he rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Would you bow your heads with me? Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for your Holy Spirit. I thank you for your grace and your goodness. God, I ask you now, let this message speak to us clearly, for we're going to the other side by the hand of God. In Jesus' name, amen. I feel like I have a very, very simple message for you today. I'm going to bring it to you in an older style even. I I just want to break down this passage to you. The word says that Jesus said, let's go to the other side. I want you to get this. It was Jesus's idea to go to the other side. Grab that for just a moment. It was the plan of Christ to go to the other side. It was his will that they go on this journey. Now listen to me. Jesus knew there was going to be a storm. Jesus knew they were going to have to fight to get to the other side. Jesus knew that something was coming their way, but he still told them, let's go to the other side. 
The experienced fishermen probably looked at him, and they could tell by the clouds. I mean, you, if you've been out on the lake a lot, you can tell. They could tell by the clouds that, that it was going to come up a storm, but yet those experienced fishermen still got in the boat to go with the Lord because the Lord had spoken to them and said, we're going to go to the other side. People in the crowd probably even asked if they shouldn't wait for better weather. But sometimes you're going to have to leave the crowd behind because you know that Jesus didn't tell you to wait for the right moment. Jesus simply told you to get to the other side. Can I tell you today that people have been declaring and they've been saying, well, it's the year's end, the time has changed, what does tomorrow hold? I, I don't know if you've ever noticed, I never put up a placard, I, I never make a declaration that 2000 and whatever shall be this, because this is really what I believe. I believe that the God who saved me in 1976, I believe the God who allowed me to start preaching this gospel in 1985, I, I believe the God who kept me in the 90s and the God who's blessed me in the 2000s is the yesterday, today, and forever. And I believe that God's blessings are available at any season of our life. Can I get an amen? But we all have to understand that we're all on a journey. The journey is what God is trying to use to shape us. The journey is what God's trying to use to do something in us. And, And in this passage, Jesus says, boys, we're going on a journey together. Get in the boat. We're going where? To the other side. I've got about half of you with me. He said, we're going where? To the other side. We're going to go to the other side. Even when it did not look like optimum conditions, Jesus said, I'm going to get you somewhere that you need to go. Now, where is the other side? Well, in this story, I was there just recently standing on one side of that lake, looking across that lake. And as I was standing there in Kafar Nahum, looking across that lake, thinking about this very moment when Jesus said, we're going to go across the lake to the other side. You see, the other side represents where Jesus is attempting to take you in your life. The other side represents what God's wanting to do inside of you. The other side represents a journey that you need to go on so that God can reveal in you what needs to be done, what needs to be accomplished, what God wants to change in your life in this upcoming year. You see, the other side is a place of victory. God has not called you to live in defeat. And if you want to stay on this side in defeat, you need to understand that that's not God's plan for you. God's plan is for you to get in the boat with Jesus and head to a new place of victory in your life. God's plan is for you to change where you are by following him to a new place in what God's called you to do. As a matter of fact, the other side is calling that you finally stop talking about maybe God might have a purpose for my life and you finally start stepping out into God's purpose for your life. But that's the other side. The other side is a place of freedom. It's a place where we may have been bound for years, but we make a declaration to say, let's just take advantage of the years in. Say, what chased me down and haunted me in 2017 is not going to cross over with me into 2018 because God's called me to the other side. Can I get an amen? Now to get to the other side, there's going to be a journey. But it's in the journey, the other side is where you learn what God's doing in your life. For the other side is a place of forgiveness. It's a place where not only you learn to give forgiveness, but you receive forgiveness because that's the other side. 
The other side is a place of fortitude because there on the other side, you're going to realize you're not as weak as you thought you were. Let me just say it this way. You're not as weak as the devil told you you were because there's a power at work inside of you that's wanting to move you to the other side. I've got about half of you with me. I'm glad y'all not saying amen yet this morning. I might get fired up today. You see, the other side is where God's glory shines the brightest. It's where I can fully and completely if only for a brief moment, know that Jesus is who he says that he is and that he can and will do exactly what he says he will do. You see, going to the other side develops our faith. I'll say that again for you today. Going to the other side develops our faith. God is taking you on a journey to help you grow. Now listen, you're going to fight some battles in your life. Come on. You can pray the great faith-filled prayer that I've prayed many times. This is what I prayed. I said, God, please, God, teach me whatever it is you want to teach me because I'm tired of going through whatever it is I'm going through. But you see, it's in the journey. God's working on you. God's doing something to develop your faith. And regardless of your situation today, no matter how grim it may appear, even if you've almost given up, I want you to know today that Jesus is wanting to take you to the other side. Jesus has a better place in store for you. Jesus has a place of blessing in store for you. Jesus has a place of uh, of anointing in store for you. Jesus has a place of unfettered praise that wants to break out of you, but to get there, you're going to have to be willing to go to the other side. You see, even if everything is going well in your life today, Jesus is wanting to grow your faith. Jesus is wanting to move you forward. He wants to do something in your life that will help your faith to build a deeper trust in himself. Now, at times, it takes months to figure out why you needed to go the way that God has led you. Anybody ever been there before? You're like, Lord, I don't know why you're doing this in me, but but Lord, I just want it to be done. I just want it to be through. But God takes you somewhere. You don't know why he took you there. He takes you somewhere you might even feel like you're in a barren land, but God's at work inside of you. God's doing something inside of who that you are, and he's trying to change you into the person he's called you to be. I can see in my life the times that he's delivered me. He's set me free. He's brought me through because he's taken me on the journey. But then I unfortunately know places in my own life, and I'm sure some of you know in yours, to where I refused to go on the journey, and I stayed just the way I was. I'm not talking about me staying that way. I know where I stayed. Where did you stay? Come on, amen. See, we're not alone in this process. The Scripture says there were other boats with them. There were other boats also in the storm. The question is, how were they faring in the storm? Well, the only one we know how they fared was the one that had Jesus in their boat. Here's what I want you to get today. Storms arrive and arise in everyone's lives. Everybody goes through storms. I got a few amens in this service on that. Come on now. How many of you would just raise your hand with me this morning and say, May 2018 be a storm? Nobody wants a storm. Nobody wants to go through the storm. But can I tell you that 2018 is going to hold some storms? 
It's going to have some bad days. It's going to have some good days. It's going to have some challenges. It's going to have some low places. But you have to understand that it's on the journey that God's going to begin to grow you and Jesus is going to help you fight that storm. In the middle of the storm, the disciples asked a very interesting question. Listen to what they asked. They said, Jesus, don't you even care? Don't you care? I know none of you have ever been there. You've never been going through something that makes you say, has God forgotten my address? Has God forgotten my name? Lord, the heavens have become brass. Where are you, Lord? Don't you even care anymore? But I want you to understand, there was a difference of perspective that they could not see because they were perceiving what they were seeing and judging it based on how Jesus was responding. But here's the simple truth they had forgotten, and I want you to get this above all else today. You see, they were looking at the waves. They were looking at the storm. They were looking at the boat taking on water, but they had missed this simple truth. Who told them they were going to the other side? Jesus. You see, Jesus had already told them, we're going to the other side. And hell raised up his ugly head against them to try to stop them from going to the other side. I didn't come in here with a message of defeat today. I came in here with a message to encourage you that I don't know what you're going through, but when Jesus is in the boat and he's told you you're going to go through, you're going to go through and you're going to come through and you're going to make it to the other side no matter what. But Pastor Don, you don't know what they're telling me in the middle of my storm. Stop believing the lies. Start believing the truth. When Jesus declares it, you get your eyes on what Jesus has said. You see, once Jesus set the destination, listen to me carefully, nothing was going to stop them from reaching that destination. Nothing. But Pastor Don, what if the storm had taken them down? Now, let me give you another example. There's this guy named Paul. And in the Word, Jesus gives him a destination. His destination is you're going to go to Rome, okay? You're going to preach the gospel in Rome. Paul knows his destination. He's also on a boat that hits a storm, and the boat he's on begins to break apart in the storm. And as the boat begins to break apart in the storm, the captain and the guards are going to kill the prisoners because they don't want them to escape. And, and Paul said, no, 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 wait a minute, boys. You don't understand. I'm not running away from you. I have a destination that God has set. As a matter of fact, I need to go ahead and tell you, the boat, listen to me, the boat's going under. The boat's going down. But I'm not going down and you're not going down because God has set our destination. Do you know what that tells me at this point in my life? What that tells me is too many times we figured out the way we're going to get to the destination that God has set in place. And God says, no, 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 no. I didn't control you or call you to control the situation. I called you to get your eyes on the destination and let me get you ready so that when you get there, I can use you the way I called you to. It tells me you, it may not move the way you thought it was going to happen. But God's at work in your life. God's at work. You see, it's in the storm that Jesus wanted to reveal two things that were hindering his disciples. He wanted to reveal two things during this journey that were hindering his disciples. The first thing I want you to see is this. In the storm, Jesus revealed a new level of himself to them. He revealed who he was on a new level. 
What are you talking about, Pastor? Well, I'm going to read to you verse number 41. It says this, They were terrified, and they asked each other, Who is this? Now, these are the men that have been with him day in and day out. And in the middle of their storm, when Jesus responded and, and calmed the storm, listen to me carefully, calmed the storm, immediately they go, whoa, 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 we didn't know he could do that. Because listen to what they said, that who is this that even the winds and the waves obey him? You see, they had built an image of Jesus that could do some really amazing things. He had blown their minds with the miracles they had witnessed up to this point. But even in that, they had categorized what Jesus could and would do. The storm was just a point on the journey that revealed to them that God is not limited to what you think he can and he will do. It was in the storm when he stood up, he broke the image that they had built of him, that somehow he was limited to just this and this and this. Can I tell you, and this was not for the last service, this must be for this service because I feel the Holy Spirit. God is not limited to just showing up and making you feel goosebumps in the middle of some song that makes you feel better about your situation. I have come to declare to you a God who's still walking up to tombs declaring, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. I'm still declaring a God who heals the sick and sets the captive free. Pastor Don, why are you yelling so much? I don't know, but it feels good. Because I believe what I'm preaching to you today, that, that you are on a journey to get to the other side. Stop tying Jesus up in some little bow that's a pretty little just addition to your boat and realize that the one who controls the seas is riding with you and the storm will not take you under when Jesus told you you're going to the other side. Come on, give God a praise. Amen. Amen. You're going over. You're going over by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. You know what the only problem is? We got to get out of the captain's chair. That's free. Let me get back to my sermon. You see, not only did they get a new image of who he was, he revealed to them their true current spiritual condition. In the storm, Jesus reveals our true level of faith. Our true level of faith. Listen to what he said to his disciples. To who? His what? To who? The disciples. Why are you so afraid? He says, you're fearful. And do you still have no faith? Who was he speaking to again? He said, basically, why are you displaying an action that you should not have and why are you not displaying an act that you should have? So in the middle of your storms, some of you know I've been going through a little bit of a personal storm. One of the retired pastors in our church came up to me the other day and he was trying to be encouraging and I just really didn't appreciate what he had to say. He said, Pastor, I don't know. I think you just need to live in a storm. God's got a hold of you, brother. God's got a hold of you. I said, wait a minute, brother. I don't want to live in a storm. But can I tell you, it's in the storm you reevaluate where you are. And Jesus says, why are you living in fear? The storm reveals fear. The storm reveals anger. 
The storm reveals faithlessness. Can I tell you, the storm reveals whether or not you're speaking words of life or words of death. I'm preaching truth. I just want to slap some people. Can I say that out loud? Edit that from the show. But all they just want to do is speak death. We're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. Jesus don't care about it. Yes, you're going to make it because He that began a good work in you is going to be faithful to carry it through until its completion. You're going to make it because God's for you. He's not against you. You're going to overcome by the blood of the Lamb. People look at their kids and you're just never going to mount anything. Stop speaking death over them. Start speaking life into them. Say, you shall live and not die. You shall serve the Lord. You shall be prosperous. You Start speaking promises over them. Because it's in the storm that what, the, what you really think starts coming out of your mouth. Don't you care about us, Jesus? I got it, boys. Where did I tell you we're going? We're not going under. We're going over. Come on now, that'll preach. Over the water, not under the water. Come on, amen. Oh, can I tell you what just popped to my heart? <laughs> we're not going under the water, we're going over the water uh, because he called us to go through the water. Because there we're going to find out who we really are. There we're going to find out what he's trying to do in us. Let's go to the other side. Let's not be the same at the end of next year as we are this year. He's told you, I'm going to help you. I'm going to bring you through. What bound you can't hold you anymore when you have Jesus in your boat. But Pastor Don, I don't want to fight a storm. Can I just tell you whether you want to or not, you're going to. What matters is what it does to you. And when you allow God to do in you what He wants to do in you, no matter what the storm tries to do to you, He's going to work through you and bring you out the other side. Amen. Somebody came up to me at the end of the last service. They came up to me at the end of the last service and they said, Pastor, it's been a year-long storm. Can I, can I make it through? And I was reminded of another storm at sea. And that storm at sea was this. The Bible says they were, he was not in the boat, that he sent them on ahead, and he comes walking toward them. And that's a beautiful story. You know, Peter gets out and walks on the water. Jesus, everything, the minute he gets in the boat, everything calms down. But the, my favorite part of the story is not Peter walking on the water, it's not even Jesus walking on the water. Once you know a God who, who, who can do anything, everything changes. My favorite part of the story is this. Listen to this carefully. I want you to get this line from that story. You ready for this? It says that, and when Jesus got in the boat, immediately they were on the other side. They were in the middle of the sea during, this, during the moment they were going under, and they saw Jesus walking, and Peter was walking. But the minute he set his foot in the boat, they were on the other side. Can I tell you that the reason you didn't get through that thing this year and you're having to take it into next year's because you've not let him in the captain's seat of your boat yet. And as soon as you let him in the right place, you're coming through. You're going over. You're going to win. Could you imagine the disciples' jobs? Their job was to, one, keep people from crushing Jesus, but at another point, their job was to go out and tell people, come, come, meet a man. 
Come meet Jesus. Oh, who is this Jesus? He heals the sick. He opens blind eyes. He makes the lame walk. So you're, he's a healer. Oh, he's a healer. And he's a teacher. The words that he says, no man has ever spoke with such authority as this. He speaks the scriptures as if he wrote them. Could you imagine the disciples' job on that? That's, that was the image they were presenting, a healer and a teacher. Can you imagine how that changed after this day? They got out of the boat and the healer and the teacher was now elevated. So now they go forth and they declare, come meet a man who can do whatever he wants to do. Even the winds and the waves obey him. Come meet a man. Because in their storm, their perspective of him elevated. What will change you when your perspective of Jesus comes to a new level? I don't know where God's calling you. I don't know what he's trying to do in your life, but I know he's wanting you to go to the other side of that storm. I want you to bow your heads with me in this place. God, you've been good to us. And I want to speak today, Father, with an authority that that is backed by the one who can do anything. You are not limited by the laws of nature. You created them. You are not limited by time and space. Lord, you are the omnipotent king of glory. You are the the one who who is all-powerful. And whatsoever you would accomplish in our lives, no hell can stop it, Father. Let us have an exalted view of who our God is. Could you help me with for just a moment? Father, we exalt you. We lift you up. We magnify. We glory. Come on, help me praise him for just a moment. We, we worship the king of glory. We praise the one who is able. We, we praise the one who is faithful. We exalt the name of the risen king of glory. We praise the one that was slain as a lamb, but now has triumphed as a lion of the tribe of Judah. You are not, and do not, I don't know who I'm speaking to, do not relegate him to a baby in a manger. Do not relegate him to some some, some plastered crucifix on your wall. The earth cannot contain him. The heavens cannot contain him. He is greater than anything our minds could imagine, and he wants to pour out all of that love on us. He calls you his child. With every head bowed, every eye closed for just a moment. If you're in this place today, and you would say, Pastor, I'm going through the storm, but I want God to reveal himself to me, and I want to know what he's doing in me so that I can allow it to happen. Let me just see your hand if that's you. Hands all over this place. Wow. Almost the majority of this congregation. Put those down. Father, you see every one of these people. Not only people, your children. You see the storm they're going through. You see the journey you have them on. Lord, 
It will not be done until they get to the other side. But Lord, when they get to the other side, they are, well, Lord, they're going to get to the other side and you're going to bring them through. I thank you that you're revealing yourself to them afresh and anew because you are faithful and you are just and you are good. Just quickly with your heads bowed for one more moment. If you're here and you say, Pastor Don, I've never really made Jesus the captain of, the sh of my ship. I've never really allowed him to take over my life. And today I want to completely surrender my life to Jesus Christ. If that's you, right where you are, I want to pray with you. Would you just hold your hand up high so that I can see that to pray with you. Thank 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 you. Are there others who will join with these today? Put your hands down. If someone's near you, just reach out and take their hand. You don't have to cross the aisles, but if someone's near you, reach out and take their hand. The Bible tells us this simple truth, the greatest truth of all, actually, that if we confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and we believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, that we are making him Lord of our life, the captain of our souls, and that he will come in and change us for eternity. We're going to pray this prayer of faith with these that have raised their hand, probably six that have raised their hand today. God's going to change their lives right now for all eternity. Let's pray together. Jesus, by faith, I repent of my sins. I have been a sinner my whole life. But from this moment forward, I repent of that. I leave it behind. From this moment forward, I receive your grace. I receive a new name. My new name is child of the living God. In Jesus' name, I am forgiven. I believe he came for me. He died for me. And by faith, God is my father. Heaven is my home. And Jesus is my Savior. Amen and amen. Now come on, give God a praise this morning. Amen. That's today's word from Pastor Don Allen to help you get real with God, fall in love with Him all over again, and live out your destiny now. To learn more about our pastor and the ministry of the church at War Hill, join us online at warhill.com. Then join us in worship at one of our North Georgia locations. Service times are Sundays at 8.15, 9.30, and 11 a.m., where you will find real love now.